We're all very different people. We're not Watusi. No. We're not Spartan. She doesn't even go here. We're American. Here's to feeling good all the time. We're the capital A, huh? Rock, flag, and eagle, right, Charlie? We are the wretched refuge. Jerry, you know this guy eats poop, right? We're mutts. Hi, 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 ladies and germs, and welcome to the Pool Boy Podcast. It is Monday, July 16th, and we've got a buttload to talk about. The gang is all here. I'm Henry O'Shea, joined as always by the captain of cool, Jack Neuheisel. It's just Kaylee, Grandma. And the big man, Jack O'Shea. There goes my life. we got a ton on the docket today. We are talking LeBron James, Sasha Baron Cohen, and we saw Skyscraper this weekend. All 240 floors of it. So we will tell you what we great. thought about that. I had to look up how tall it was. Yeah. And that's how many floors, by the way. Uh, let's get rocking. Let's get rolling. How are we doing today? Doing pretty good? Feeling good. We had a big day. We had a big weekend. Big I was going to say, productive as they come here at PBC mm-hmm. headquarters. We got, a lot, we got a lot of what the in the biz call content. Yeah, but that's business speak. That's so. just biz. That's yeah. biz lingo. We'll that's jargon. for you. Don't worry. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of the normies, as we say, want to understand that. Yeah, but big uh, big weekend. Uh, saw a big time movie. We're pumped to talk about all this stuff. Let's get rocking. Let's get rolling. Before we dive into news, let's mm-hmm. go. I got a, We got a little personal thing, or I guess it's for everyone, but uh, Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. I thought Blockbuster closed years ago. Apparently, there are still a couple open, mm-hmm. but not anymore. <laughs> we, as I find out they're still here, I find out they're going away. The last three in L.A. and California are being closed this week. Sad ah, stuff. Geez. So we thought we'd pay a little bit of tribute to our favorite uh, home video store mm-hmm. and kind of talk about what we remember, what we will yeah. never forget. So we're basically going to pass around the peace yeah. pipe and just sort of reflect on like the things we're going to miss about everybody's favorite uh, DVD and at one time VHS yeah. rental store. The early days. Let's, uh, let's get let's sentimental. Let's hit Sarah <laughs> McLaughlin to lead us through this. Oh, Sarah? She's different. Uh, want me to go first? There she is. Go for it. I'm going to miss the like big popcorn, movie theater style popcorn cups that you could uh, take. And it didn't taste as good as regular popcorn, no. but <laughs> it sure looked better. I'd say it tasted really bad. <laughs> it tasted really bad. I really will miss switching DVDs in, from cases. Mm. I haven't done that in so long. It used to be a weekend. I'm going to find whatever PG-13 movie and switch it with whatever movie has boobs on the cover. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the movie I take home. Ah. My family and I are a disorganized bunch. We had a horrible habit of losing the DVD and finding it six months later, <laughs> which seems impossible because you're just putting it in the DVD player. But I will miss having Hardball and Employee of the Month yep. in my lineup every week. Because what a thing. random collection of movies that is. I'm going to miss walking by the video game section and thinking to myself, maybe I should get one of these. <laughs> and then being like, oh, I don't have a PS3. <laughs> I'm going to miss that. I'm honestly going to miss it. Just, it used to be a thing of like, what are we doing right now? I don't know. Let's go to Blockbuster and try to find a movie. That was like such a, now we sit on our couch and we sift through and argue with each other for an hour until we're like, let's just watch a fucking show. That happens all the time. Ugh, I'm going to miss it. <laughs> I'm going to miss bad. I got a few more. Go for it. Do you really? Yeah, of course. I'm going to miss getting that super terrible R-rated movie and going up to the counter and being like, yeah, I'm going to get this. And the guy just looking at you being like, there's boobs in the car. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're doing, kid. <laughs> I, I know why you're getting Euro Trip or uh, whatever, the Dukes of Hazard with, what's his name, Johnny Knoxville. I miss getting ice cream and it melting in the car at home because <laughs> my mom wouldn't let me eat it in the car. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I'm really going to miss about this place. <laughs> I'm going to miss opening up those DVDs, the big, really popular ones, and there's no DVD in there. Yep. And going to the front and they say, oh, yeah, we're out of that. <laughs> By R- the way, R.I.P. Netflix just is not the same. Last one. I, I think you miss. can find a store to have a similar situation play out. There's a lot out here. <laughs> Bringing home DVDs, opening the case, and having it be another DVD, not yes. intentionally. Fish called Wanda. That happened to us when we were kids. Notorious story. Yeah. We we thought we were getting whatever you know. We thought we were getting like a BMX movie. Yeah, exactly. And we got home, and we put it on, and I remember being very dry. It's British humor. Yeah. <laughs> very dry. Fish not Wanda. which I didn't think I was waiting for the BMX thing to happen. Of course, it never happened. It never happened, no, and I remember. Came. I remember. What uh, was the BMX thing? I don't know. Like it was. Yeah, I don't remember. Motocrossed. I don't know. It's the movie <laughs> that BMX. never was. I'm guessing it was a really bad B movie. That's what Netflix, not Netflix. That's what Blockbuster really did. That's what I'm gonna miss most of all uh-huh. is your mom coming home and being like, "I got you guys a DVD." Yeah, it's a big this deal. This picture looks like some things that I think would interest you, but it's a really, really bad movie, mm-hmm. and it's just like, all right, now we got to sit through Airbud 28. 
I'll tell you what, that even that case, that blockbuster case turns me on. Oh my god. That DVD case? Say it's slower. Gets me hot and bothered. <laughs> Can I are are they really done? Is it really necessary to kick out the last three? There's red boxes I don't think so. on every goddamn corner. I know. I red think boxed, it's business. There's they still do. a market for DVDs. I see people out at our seven eleven looking at red box up and down, not being able to decide which one. They yeah. have to get them all. Unbelievable. Just last for the experience. Night, Let's keep them around. Last night I was going to bed. I was trying to watch Django Unchained, and it's not on any of the streaming services. How did you just pronounce that? Django. <laughs> Django Unchained. It was not on any of the streaming services. I go to Amazon Prime, and they recommended me to buy the $5.99 DVD. And I wanted to write a review being like, are you fucking kidding me? How dare you? Why would, why would I ever do that? How why? Why would I? It's insulting. It's insulting. Thank you for always respecting us, Blockbuster. Yeah. That's one thing you always did. RIP. Well, Blockbuster. Time for some news. News, 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 news. First bit of news. It's going to run itself into a bit of a game. But uh, big stuff this week. Obviously, LeBron James has become L.A. Brown. He's mm. on the Lake Show. He's coming West Coast. And with that... His Hollywood career, everyone assumes, is going to be, you know, getting bigger, getting brighter. A uh, couple things LeBron watched this week. So he has his own production company called Spring Hill Entertainment. It's one of his many corporations here in LA. You know, he's mm-hmm. a businessman. He knows how it says. He's not a businessman. He's a business man. He's a business <laughs> man. And uh, his Spring Hill Entertainment production company just sold a movie to Paramount mm-hmm. that there is like no info on except it's a body swap movie. Ooh, interessante. I, is he attached? To, so uh, I assume so. Okay. They, there's really like no word except it's like body swap movie, Spring Hill Entertainment, Paramount. But what I love is we always said, how the fuck do you put this guy in a movie, six foot nine, 265 pounds? I'll tell you how you do it. You swap bodies. You swap, you swap bodies. <laughs> That's how you do it. You, you, take a, Done. you take a popular character. Yeah. And, and yeah. That I cannot wait who, who, I can't wait to see who LeBron, because Le, you forget LeBron still has to be the one acting, even though in this fictional movie yeah. someone else's spirit or mind will yes. be in his body watch him be able to do like a, just a killer ryan reynolds impression. i'm thinking like i'm thinking like a watch, him, watch him be able to do jason bateman like dead on i, 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 I can't wait where, where you're like wait did they just put makeup on jason bateman because say what you want freaky friday i think they both do a great job jamie lee oh curtis. jamie lee curtis knocks Lindsay it out Lohan. the building mm-hmm. but another lebron piece of news he went to dinner this week uh with Leonardo DiCaprio and Al Pacino. Leo. What a trio, by the way. What a three-headed monster. What could they have been talking about? So I think they're talking about an upcoming movie. That's the word. I think you guys are fools. They were clearly, <laughs> by the way, how many questions? What, three, about, what movie could you stuff those three guys I into? I think we're going to figure out right now. <laughs> I bet you there were a ton of questions about The Godfather now that I think about it. Because he's always to, reading that book. Oh, yeah. He's so a big Godfather guy. Oh, it was the 70s. I can't do it. I can't, I can't that wasn't Pacino. bad. That wasn't bad. <laughs> but it wasn't good. No, but that wasn't bad. People can do a bad Pacino. But yeah. I think also Leo, Leo is just, he is cool. He's mm-hmm. what I, he's he's my tastemaker. I don't know mm-hmm. about you guys. I, that's why I dress like him. That's why I only that's wear That's the dinner hats. you get when you move to LA and you're LeBron James. Yeah, that's why I Leo, wear Leo, sew me in. Tell me where I'm going. Th- that's exactly. why you wear flex with hats? Yeah, that's the only I reason. I thought it was Kevin James. No, it's Leo. Uh, right? No, it is a little bit of Kevin James, yeah. too. It's a little bit of both of them. That's why I do it. But uh, they went to dinner. Everyone's talking about how apparently they, they might be in a movie together. Or they're in talks of one. We thought it'd be a fun idea to come up with some scenarios on the fly. Mm-hmm. What movie could this possibly be? This is a new little game. The one rule new is that you have to start with In a World. Yeah, In a World. And then you go. Or okay. Al Pacino, Leo, and LeBron are in the same movie. <laughs> yeah. In a World, where Al Pacino, LeBron, <laughs> and Le- <laughs> fucking Leo He's, are in the same movie. Al Pacino is 78 years old. Leo it looks good. reprises his role as the catch me if you can guy and goes to jail <laughs> where he has a sort of count of money Cristo experience oh. with Al Pacino. And who's the warden of this tough prison but one LeBron James? Okay. That's oh. a good world. I dig it. I dig it. You want me to go? Yeah. In a world where 78-year-old Al Pacino and LeBron James. No, but I think it's going to be in a world where Al Pacino Every role he plays plays now is he's a retired rock star or he's a retired gangster. He's got to be retired something. Yeah. So I think he's just basically playing Al Pacino. And LeBron is like his bodyguard guy that takes care of him, all this stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Leo tries to swindle. Leo's a swindler. Ooh. He's a, a con man. A pickpocket. He's a pickpocket. He's a con man. And he's going for Pacino and all he's got. Who's going to get in the way and stop everything and cause a lot of laughs while doing so? That's right, security guard slash right hand man LeBron James. All right, you made him Ronda Rousey. You guys ready to hear what? No, he is? come on, he's like his right hand guy. You guys re- he's ready? Six foot nine, new. Ready to hear what, what it is? Supposed to do? Yes. In a world, <laughs> Tim Jankovic is the world's best wide receiver, but all he wants to do is fall in love in this quaint Brooklyn retirement home. <laughs> 
he goes and visits a wizard named <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. He's playing Leo. Leo's playing Wizard Leo. Wizard Leo. <laughs> it's okay. Wizard Leo. He thought it was a role he could sink his teeth into. LeBron James promises to give up all he's got to do. <laughs> spend, to spend 10 minutes as Al Pacino. This is in the first five minutes of the movie, by the way. Okay. And then LeBron's out. Oh, is this a body swap? Yeah. Oh, Le- you're doing the body swap. Yeah. You connected the two. Yeah. Okay. LeBron James turns into Al Pacino <laughs> in this year's romantic comedy, the blockbuster that we've all been waiting for coming out in February is you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Nice. There it is. I want to go back. I'm so bad at Pacino. You've, you've gone all over, but yeah, that one was right strange. That, that one was the worst. You got well, that one fat Albert was, register there. Yeah. Dude, let's fuck and this all game. of a sudden, Bill Cosby walks in. Now it's a movie, but I'm pumped about this. I think this is just hey, awesome. Hey, hey. Yeah. We all like, we all, we said, you know, if LeBron comes to LA, we joked, buddy cop movie, him and Blake Griffin. Just what, how could we possibly put him in movies? He's been here. He signed two weeks ago, and he's already having dinner with Leo and Pacino. Yeah. Next week, it's good to meet De Niro and Redford. This is great stuff. By that, the way. That said, I mean, you could also argue it's like, wow, Al Pacino's eating with LeBron. Oh, totally. LeBron's the top of his field. He's trying to make his NBA comeback, yeah. Pacino. But Yeah. Moving on, though, we got some more sports athlete-turned-Hollywood people news. Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant's in the news. Our boy, Kobe. Oscar winner, Kobe Bryant. Oscar winning Kobe Bryant. Uh, last week, we told you he was not getting into the Academy. This week, we tell you that he is writing his own series of young adult books. I love that. He's going into the YA oh, yeah. f- trend. Well, because that's where the money is. <laughs> yeah. That's where the real deal is. Yeah. Hunger Games, Divergent. Boom. Twilight, you watching divide, movies. If you put the kids in different groups based on their personalities, you learn that, hey, you know, you can't just divide <laughs> by love. one trait. Okay? I'm a lot of things. Okay. I, I'm, I'm a person. All right. I'm Kobe. And, We're a coat we, of many colors. And we all feel that way. And I'll never apologize. I'm divergent. And I'll never forget <laughs> it. So Kobe Bryant, we've known for a little bit he wants to write these books. When he retired, he had like the funniest, weirdest, like, they're like, what do you want to do, Kobe? And he's like, I want a story tell. And they're like, what does that mean, Kobe? You want to tell like, stories? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is that? You want to have a campfire and talk? And he's like, no, he like wants to write books and make movies, and he wants to create his own own universe. Yeah. He's a big Game of Thrones, R- uh, J.R. R- George R. R. Martin. There we go. Martin guy. He's a big J.K. Rowling guy. He's got a poster of her in his office. No joke. Joe Rowling? Serious? So the Good four posters that Kobe Bryant has in his office, his writing den, are Walt Disney, J.K. Rowling, Oprah Winfrey, and I'm forgetting the fourth. The big it's, O. It's hilarious. I'm forgetting the fourth. Yeah. But they're all over. I'm loving They're creative months, okay? Yeah. Steve Jobs? Guy. I don't know. It might have been Steve Jobs. I think it was. I was just a... Pretty sure it was Steve Jobs. You know, a snowball's chance and in hell. And from Entourage, it. Kevin Connelly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, though. These and young, wouldn't you know it, Cat Dennings. <laughs> these young adult books are finally getting made, uh, or at least in the process of it. And Kobe did an interview this week with Sports Illustrated. Lee Jenkins, great reporter. He said to Lee Jenkins that, uh, you know, he goes, you know, I grew up on the Sandlot. That was fun, fun, fun. Or he said, you and I grew up on the Sandlot. Because I was like, immediately, like, I don't think Kobe grew up. I grew up on the Sandlot. I don't think Sandlot Kobe. was 94, wasn't it? Okay. I think he meant he played, played hoops okay. on the Sandlot so in, he said, in China or wherever. <laughs> you and I grew up on the Sandlot. That was fun, 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 fun. We're trying to do the same thing here and within the fun, hide some fundamental elements of truth. If Harry Potter and the Olympics had a baby... That would be the world we're trying to communicate. There's fantasy, dreamlike magical elements, but it's a magic kids can experience. That sounds like uh, something that a marketing team came up with. Doesn't this sound like a joke where it's, what's Kobe going to do after his career? He's going to write a Harry Potter book. It sounds like a joke, but how funny would it be if, <laughs> if this in like was 30 <laughs> years, if like basically Kobe is like... <laughs> Tolkien. <laughs> like, people, like you have to tell your kids, like he actually was a pretty good basketball player. <laughs> and not just the literary and, genius. And, and uh, his rival. C.S. Lewis. No, his rival. Well, I mean, that's his, like, who we compare him to. Yeah, yeah. But his rival is uh, LeBron James, who's, of course, the head of Paramount now. Yeah. And is on a string of just a tear of blockbusters. He's a giant former The athletes. idea that he started with, it's going to be, you remember the Sandlot. We're going to go after the fun of the Sandlot. Yeah, but in that. this Olympics Harry Potter world, which is, by the way, you had pointed out, that's Harry Potter 4. At 4, bro. We did that. Of fire. We did that. We did. We had the tournament with the cup, and there's the The, the Tri-Wizard the Cup. It's fantastic. It's the athletics Wizards. I like to think he knows that. I don't know. All he knows is that If he's bas- got a poster, Joe Rowling, he must know. All he knows is that basketball is involved, and even basketball movies, 
it's hard to do a basketball story because it's like, and then he dribbled down the court and he shot it. Oh, it's very hard. It's I mean, very there's a hard. reason Like Mike was the last good basketball movie. Uh, name, name me one better. The, well, it's not I'll better, but it, it's good. The uh, Disney Channel original movie. Which with, one? With uh, Coach Lamont. Oh, same and, time. Uh, yeah. Same time period. Right, right now. Like, hey, that's era. That's the same era. All right. Okay. <laughs> We're talking eras Hey, here, guns you. down here. Guns yeah. down. Hey. But there's a reason. It's tough to make a basketball we should get movie. Guns. <laughs> I also think. I also think it's really tough to make a basketball movie where magic is involved. Yeah. Because say what you want, basketball is kind of a simple sport. Yeah. You're putting the ball, it's hoop, it's ball and hoop. I mean, it worked for luck of the Irish. <laughs> it you did. Yeah. But it's it's putting the ball in the hoop. Yeah. In the in the basket. A wand. Yeah. Game over, right? It's, well, dude, that, that's the best part of luck of the Irish, and we got to keep going. But that's the best part of luck of the Irish is like, apparently. Until this point, when he turned 13 or whatever it was, he had made every shot he's ever shot. He's, he's like, a lucky guy. How is he not in the NBA? <laughs> Somebody in high school challenges him. He beats him. He then do. college kids are like, I'm going to play him. He beat them. Put him in the fucking NBA. Yeah. I don't know. Here's Let's a super going. optimistic look at this thing. Yeah. Jack, you and I have a podcast sometimes on Harry mm-hmm. Potter. Potheads, we're coming back soon. We talked about uh, Quidditch on there and the ridiculousness of the rules. There mm-hmm. is no sense to the game. No, it's bullshit. Kobe Bryant, a man of sports. I like what it. if he brought some fucking common sense sports knowledge and made a sweet magical world broomstick game? I like it a lot. I feel like we're, we're coming off as if we were like are hating on this. I feel like all three of us, if he came up with something awesome, we'd be his biggest supporters. So, oh, completely. Oh, 100%. I'm pumped yeah. for this because yeah. I really knew I like that theory. Because I like him being like, I know sports. Let's we can actually make a great game in this universe. That'd be cool. I'm down for another universe where they have their sports. Yeah, we love sports. Whatever. What really intrigues me about this and why I'm so excited is because he said they're writing books that hopefully will turn into movies and or musicals. The musical aspect. Let's go. (laughs) How does how that was the one that we can make Harry Potter better? We're making it a fucking musical. It's wicked now. You 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 want uh, Walt Disney would say to that what? Put your hands together. <laughs> Movie musicals. Yeah. Done. Done. Easy. Done. Done. See ya. Done. <laughs> moving on. Done. What a fun first two topics. But uh, moving on. Uh, new show this week came out uh, yesterday, uh, Sunday, July 15th. Sasha Baron Cohen's new show, This Is America. Mm-hmm. We talked about it last week. In it's late- not This Is America. It's Who Is America. Who Is America. You're yeah. right. This Is America is the, the popular song. By Donald Glover. Right now. Uh, I think it's actually Childish Gambino, but uh, don't worry about it. I don't like fake names. Anyways, Who Is America. <laughs> came out this week we talked about it last week it's getting a ton of media attention a ton of publicity because all of these uh politicians mostly republican but also democrat apparently he did both sides are coming out saying sasha baron cohen duped me he lied said that we were doing an interview about this turns out he was just trying to make fun of me somehow no one found out about this he had been undercover for like a year interviewing Mm -hmm. bernie sanders sarah palin who really went after him doing all these interviews, trying to – I think it's kind of making Americans look silly mm-hmm. while making our problems look, look foolish. Look foolish. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it last week because we thought uh, the Showtime CEO came out and was like, hey, it's a gripping show. Say what you want, Sasha Baron Cohen, but it's not just gotcha stuff. There's a deeper meaning. It's going to show about our culture. It's going to show who we are, shine a light on America. Yeah. We saw the first episode. I want to hear your thoughts. So I got to about minute 17. I didn't, well, we watched the whole thing. 30-minute episodes. And, in, and I guess I should say in each episode, so he isn't just one character. He's not just Borat asking these people. He's four, right? He's got four characters. And I guess every episode he'll do a thing with each of them. So he does one where he's kind of like a fat Southerner. This yeah. is the opening one. They open with this because Bernie Sanders, I think, is their probably biggest interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, we'll start with Bernie Sanders. But this was like a – I thought a, I was not pumped after the first one. Same. Because he's playing a Southerner, and you can't listen to it, even if you're the biggest Sasha Baron Cohen fan, which I think we are. I we're, fucking love We're Borat. in that league. We he, like him. He just can't do a Southern accent. It, it's so all over the yard, Jack. It, Henry, you were calling it out. It just ends up being an Australian accent. Just, and, it's just not consistent. Where every like fifth word, it's like, that's Sasha Baron Cohen. So I'm shocked that people didn't call him out more. It's hard to... So that was like the first one. It wasn't like, you know, usually Sasha Baron Cohen's like kind of a gotcha guy. And this was just silly. Or, or just uncomfortable. Yeah. And this, like, none of the stuff he was saying, it was all almost so ridiculous that, yeah. like, Bernie Sanders was like, okay. Yeah. And he was just so clearly not Southern, but was trying it, which just made it. So that it started off on a low note. Then it went to uh, he was with a couple, uh, a Southern, very conservative couple, 
South who, Carolina. South Carolina, who I thought they looked fantastic after it. They did. He basically came in and he was like supposed to be super, super, super liberal. He mm-hmm. like has a thing with his wife, has a relationship with a dolphin. He that like, was makes the best ridiculous. one I thought. I thought that was the best one because you had these two people. And why it's funny is because these people are just so nice and naive <laughs> yeah. that they don't want to offend him. Constantly, the, the dad would say something to the husband <laughs> and the wife would be like, no, don't judge. Don't, and, judge. And don't the, rush and to the judge. Dad and it's like, he's talking about fucking dolphins. And the, <laughs> and the dad would literally say something like, well, that's inappropriate. Yeah. And, and the wife would be like, honey, honey. <laughs> Yeah. be respectful and it's like wow you guys look like really really nice reasonable people yeah 100 uh, percent. but that was funny though because they d- never called him out on it so yeah. he was able to kind of stretch it yeah so it just was like what a ridiculous situation i think i, think, I like those no one loses no one loses in those the next one is where he went to an art show and he's playing this like prisoner or something like that this one made no sense and and this one yeah it doesn't really make, doesn't really this one doesn't really fit the bill of like what the show is no because it doesn't have anything to do with politics no he's just like it's he was an artist in jail, like painting with poop and stuff. It was kind of like a like this maybe was a character he was thinking about making into like a show or a movie, yeah. and was like, "I'll just use it for this." And he had a British accent. In the, it too. This was the one yeah, where like I thought the, I thought it was really funny. Um, and th- this one until there was a certain point that I don't want to spoil it, but there's a certain point where he got this gal who was also seemed really sweet to just basically just make an idiot out of herself so just absolutely gallery, wreck the rest of her life this yeah. art gallery <laughs> that director, she will like would never live down she, absolutely she's the brutal. loser of this episode she he dupes her to do some stuff that she will never live down and it's just like oh but it's not but again it's all gotcha the, the this is the most oh, shocking moment i bet uh, i don't know if of the season definitely of this episode and it was all shock. It had nothing to do with anything about America. It had yeah, to do this with is no. How embarrassing is that for this one woman? And this happens pretty much every time with these things. It's always the character. Jack, you were the first to point yeah. this out with Borat, with Bruno. It's the one character, and then it's like, well, we're just going to go throw people in uncomfortable situations. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing overly clever about it, other than it's a good character. Yeah, and that that's what this show is kind of like. How it's different from his other stuff is because like his other stuff is like Borat, Ali G. Like those characters are funny. He's funny even when he's just sitting in a room alone, yeah, monologuing and doing. being like, "I like sex." Like that's so funny. These the characters. I think the the super super liberal one that is kind of funny. I think his last character too, which is uh, what we'll talk about in a second, which uh, was funny too. But other than that, it's like they're not really standalone characters. So it's all. I think it's gonna be a funny show. We're gonna watch all of it for sure. Yeah, definitely. But it's it's just like it's different. So go into it knowing that. And then his last character was this sort of like Arnold Schwarzenegger type guy, like a former Israeli military guy. Yeah, who was super gun rights Very, guy. He wants to give guns to kids. And that had that had like the best payoff. So that had the best payoff because he gets some Republican uh, dudes. I don't know if they were congressmen or just lobbyists. It seemed mostly like they were lobbyists and NRA people. But then to. Uh, say the dumbest stuff ever that they're going to regret for absolutely sure. brutal but, i don't even think they're going to regret it so, i think so, they believe it so that's the, the thing so yeah. i read i read some reviews a lot of negative reviews a lot of positive reviews i'd say they're negative reviews because honestly the only positive reviews i read are people being like these dumb republicans obviously yeah. very one-sided i'd say we're the most unbiased review of this entire show so the negative reviews were like Listen, entertaining show. It's silly. The makeup is incredible, and I will give them that. The makeup, it's uh, what we, what the advancements we've had with yeah. makeup. We can make anyone look like anything. Yeah. So that was, he really, you can't tell it's him. But they're like, shame isn't a thing anymore. No one has shame anymore. With internet and with social media and stuff like that, people get shamed all day, every day. So they're yeah. like, the show really doesn't have the point that they wanted it to because of all these people that they embarrassed have already come out and be like, oh, you got me. Yeah. LOL. Like no one's no one's career so far has been ruined and no one has really been that embarrassed because they've all been like, one, I was duped. And two, uh, this isn't that far off from what I believe. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I wonder how many people are going to. I thought uh, it was interesting. Like, I wonder how many people are going to like when the episode comes out, realize that they had been duped. And right now are like, I think I'm fine. I think, yeah, after this first episode, I think if there are only those four characters, yeah. everyone's like, did I get interviewed? By I hope there are more characters because, because the Southern character is just like, it's, it's so off just the voice that it's hard to even like laugh at. Like he said some funny lines, but it's like hard to like laugh at his jokes because it's like, what, what do you, you can't even really understand him half the time. No. And there's also, there's been a ton of backlash because uh, I guess he made a rape joke. Uh, as the Israeli dude, which I'm like, I oh thought, yeah, I thought he can kind of say whatever. They're all yeah. The, the most whole po- the characters. whole point is that it's a total character. But I saw he got a lot of flack for that, and then apparently he said to Sarah Palin that Chelsea Clinton went under a uh, government funded uh, sex change operation, and they're like, that's 
that's not good, Sasha. So he's got he's got heat from both sides. We're gonna see how far. Is there canceled? If there's anybody that can take it, oh, it's Sasha. Sasha, they're throwing fire at Sasha. Sasha is the fire, yeah, he eats motherfucker. The fire. You, Jackie, you kind of alluded to in the middle of that that you you're pretty much in for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think I'm in one more episode that goes exactly like that from being. Yeah, out. if it, well, because this episode though was kind of like, if anything, it sucks. If anything, this episode was kind of boring. If anything. Yeah, I just and, like, I don't. Happen. I get. I guess the the more interesting the guests become, the better the show becomes. You know what it will be, Neil? Is because I'm kind of with you. Where it's like after this week, maybe next week I'll watch, but I'm not going to be like, oh, it's Sunday. Let's watch Who's America. It's going to yeah. be like I'm going to see on YouTube the best bit. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll the best interviews it. kind of deal. Yeah, but it really it was just boring. I was going to say yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, it was, it was meh. It was meh for sure. Yeah, and that is the end of news. And that's the way the news goes. On to a couple winners and losers, and then we got another new segment, actually. So we're pumped about that. Winners, losers. Jack, you got a winner? I got a winner. Okay, so my winner is revenge. That's right. Sweet, sweet revenge. A dish they say is best served ice cold. My winner is revenge. You're a big winner. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because we are going to get a sequel, finally. What's a movie that you guys absolutely want a sequel to? The Count of Monte Cristo. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I need the National Treasure three. Yes. Okay. I like that. That's yeah. a good answer. What I need I'm going to tell you right now is, on page is that straight out of I want to say 1999, maybe 2000, possibly 2001, the Pokemon movie is getting a no. sequel. Now there have been plenty of Pokemon sequels, so TV say, shows, all this yeah. GIs, but Mewtwo. No! Is coming back. No! Everybody's favorite scientifically engineered Pokemon from, from a test tube Pokemon who learns of his creation story and rebels against the, the slave masters who enslaved him only to finally learn of the air of his ways and, and turn back time. Yes, I read the Wikipedia page for the movie again today. And turn back time oh, yeah. so that people don't remember ever running into him is coming back <laughs> and i hope he's gonna finally bring the swift swift revenge we've so all been waiting for i am more i am absolutely ecstatic right now i can't yeah. believe i didn't come across this story yeah well maybe you don't do research i'm enough. gonna i'm gonna give you <laughs> i'm gonna give you i'm excited for a lot of reasons i'm gonna give you number one yeah this means we are one step closer to actually getting a live action remake of the original dude with mewtwo because i have waited my entire life yeah for that movie there's that scene where they're like how do we get the island it's stormy and they're like we'll sail on our pokemon dude. and they all either fly on their pokemon or sail on their giant pokemon to, to go fight Mewtwo. Oh, it's the best. It, it might be worth it. It's the best. And actually, Team Rocket, uh, they they are the one reason how they got to the island by being disguised you're right, you're right. as Vikings. You're right. And and Ash. No one saw that coming. Ash Ketchum, the dumb motherfucker he is, just just like, yeah, we'll go with these Vikings. Even if you believe, even if they were convincing Vikings, why would you get on a boat with Vikings? <laughs> Well, you I mean at a certain point. Well, they're also, great. They're great seamen. Why are there Vikings here in in uh, Pokemon Age Japan? I was gonna say Pokemon, whatever the universe is. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, Pokemon is hot right now. We got that uh, Detective Pikachu coming out. With, yeah, but uh, that's Ryan a com Reynolds. like kind of completely is that, different. Is that take. live action? So that's live action besides the Pokemon. And and Ryan Reynolds is playing Pikachu. And he's playing the voice Pikachu. of the you, the person who voiced Pikachu. I'm ninety percent sure it's like a forty five year old uh, Japanese woman. That's a good it. guess, yeah. She's got to be like, well, fuck that noise. Yeah, that's <laughs> what the heck? I, I didn't get an audition? I've been doing this for two and a half decades. Get and, me in the room. And you're giving it to Miss Mr. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. who's not even going to be, his face isn't even in it, so what's the point? Handsomest man alive, 2013. He's out. Within that two and a half decades, how much time is she logged in a recording booth? Oh, insane. Um, she's got the one line I, I over guess, and over. Honestly, she, flexion, honestly she probably could have gotten away with 10 minutes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, though, loser. You got a loser, Jack? Uh, yes. My loser is Instagram models slash Insta famous people, influencers or whatever. Two Instagram people injured this weekend. One in the Bahamas being taped by her boyfriend's father swimming with nurse sharks, got bit by a nurse shark. I, I heard about that. She's fine. It's okay. She's fine. Nerf sharks can't bite people. In fact, I was like, <laughs> so they the, can. They just they don't. can, but no, they no, like this. No, this shark sucked on her arm. Is dude, what it, dude, the, she she barely has. Oh, like, really? She's got like some bruising. To, to I the point where it's like, like, it, like she dragged it dragged her down. It did. It grabbed her and dragged her down with a suction cup. The the pool was like three feet. It didn't like oh okay. bring her to the depths. Yeah. <laughs> That's why she's the loser. But and this is a popular photo spot. I've seen this photo a thousand yeah, times. Same. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, what went wrong? <laughs> but then another one also uh, got hurt. Almost lost his leg. 
cliff jumping. Ew. Just reminding people that like the whole like do it for the gram thing, that's safe. Yeah, cliff jumping. Do, do you mean like into a lake? Uh, yes. Okay. I yeah. thought you meant like shooting gaps or something like that. He, like, he what j- is cliff jumping? <laughs> no. Yeah. What the fuck are people doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gap shooters. <laughs> no, yeah. So that's my uh, loser, and I totally missed it. But Instagram people. You're a big winner. Nope. Instagram people. <laughs> you are one pathetic loser. I am. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> yeah. I just can't get these goddamn buttons down. There we go. I also have a loser, even though we'll, we're going to talk about it's also a winner. But my loser, I got Skyscraper. Loser? Yeah. You are one pathetic loser. Not the movie itself, even though we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But in the box office, Skyscraper was a giant loser. L7 weenie. Opened this weekend. It came third in the box office. It got blown out by Hotel Transylvania 3. Hotel Transy. Hotel Transy 3 blew it the fuck out of the water. Here's my question to you. Has America finally had enough of The Rock? Have we had between Jumanji... Uh, Rampage, uh, Skyscraper. I got, I'm going to give you a couple stats. So Dwayne The Rock, if you look at his IMDb, he's got nine upcoming movies. That is so much more than anyone. Everyone, you have like two or three. He's got nine. Mm-hmm. Five of those are coming out in the next year and a half. Five. The guy's a workaholic. That is insane. Man grinds. He's got ballers going on this whole time also. Including three sequels to movies that were like four years ago. What do we got? We got Fast and Furious. You got Fast and Furious. You got Jumanji. And there's, I'm, I'm forgetting the other one, but there's another sequel where it's The like people are clamoring for those though. San Andreas. Too. Wow. San Andreas is coming back. Have we had enough cool. of The Rock? Is this a sign or does this mean nothing? I would have said yes. Because I think totally yes. Until we saw, I saw Skyscraper. Yeah. And I literally <laughs> I was said say. on the ride home, <laughs> no one in the world can do what he can do. He's a believably smart Really great family man character who's also the size of a fucking yeah. Volkswagen. It's nuts. He's giant. He's, he's a giant. You want to have a beer with him? He's a more culturally diverse, smarter Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Where it's like this gigantic guy, you buy him kicking everybody's ass yeah. this whole time. But we can also buy fucking central intelligence. You yeah. were a smart guy once. He's you were funny. weird in high school. He's I buy all that. He's also a workaholic. He's good. Yeah. I mean... And I, I, were you here when I said he has 110 million Instagram followers? Wow. That's so many people. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. I mean, no, but he's king. pretty big. And we got yeah, 18 hence, point. So you, he is king. This movie, this this did terribly. There's no, there's no like, ah, no, this yeah, or that. No, yeah, no denying it. Now, 25 million in, opening week. In defense of it, I can't, far be it for me to speak uh, about America, but I, China is going to eat this thing a lot. It's going to make $2 billion in China. And also, it takes place in China. Yeah. So I agree. I don't know if it and, opened in China yet, yet, but it you, made 65 million worldwide, which isn't that good. Which isn't that good. No, it hasn't opened in China. It must not. I don't think it's opened in China. But like, this is a thing. This is an issue. This is definitely a thing. Rock, we're looking at his next slate of movies. Do we do a Star Wars? Kacha, we're going to halt all these movies. Obviously, not that far, but like, you can no longer, he's no longer your meal ticket till you're making 60 a weekend. I think Kevin Hart's in a similar boat. Kevin Hart has that new game show that I don't understand what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And See, it's like, what are you doing, Kevin? In my heart, I think America is going to get sick of Kevin Hart before. I think we already are. We I get sick are of the Rock. Sick of, yeah. yeah, people are. Right? Saying, because I mean, at a certain point, you just it's just Kevin Hart making jokes, which is great. Yeah. But The Rock can always be the action hero. You can also lift the like bus. literally, I'm just getting started with The Rock. It took me a while to come around for him, but now this is weirdly becoming my favorite genre of movie to see in the movies. Yeah, which is way over budgeted big action movie that's yeah. dumb as shit but entertaining from start to finish. Did you guys see San Andreas? I saw it and no. I loved it. So I was not. A, I, I San Andreas. I was like, come on. I just I, I couldn't get into San Andreas. <laughs> the Rock is hysterical in a military uniform and in uh, like in San Andreas, he's wearing the helmet. He just looks hysterical in a helmet because it's like you are so huge. You're so your head is so large. You're an eight and a half. What what? <laughs> uh, it fits size his body. Uniform is this because it's got to be a quadruple X. They're also they're starting to let him leave his tats in movies. They yeah. used to cover him up. Now it's like, nah, he's, he's got crazy Simone tats. Go yeah. with it. <laughs> no, badass as fuck. So that is the end of Winners and Losers. We've got another segment, though. Just super simple. No sound effect. Coming soon. we got a handful of stuff coming soon. That's right. We'll go through it. Number one, big deal for us. I think it's a big deal for a lot of people, but it's always set in Philadelphia. Season 13, FXX announced that season 13 will be coming out September 5th of this year. Do we know if Dennis is back? So we do. We do. He's back? So mm. let, me, let me read you the synopsis. Yeah. If only. So, like this whole week, there's been a ton of uh, Friday the 13th themed promotions, which mm-hmm. I've been super confused about. I thought that's like what the season was going to be about. Yeah. It's going to be like a horror theme. Thank God it's not. But no. They By just, the way, our roommate Mikey just came up. He's, how hungover are you? I'm feeling great now. 
you just said that you said I'm feeling great now and you look like you're in so much pain oh, it's yeah, insane. Yeah. You got roofied? Oh. I don't think you have repeat. I I I, I think bring down a beast like this. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of winners, so this whole week there's been a ton of Friday the thirteenth promotions, stuff like scary stuff. I, I guess it's cause it was Friday the thirteenth. I missed mm-hmm. that. But uh whatever. Um so I thought it was gonna be like this whole thing. There have been rumors that Dennis was gonna be a murderer this season and that was gonna be the plot. But here's the synopsis that FXX released. They said the gang returns mostly in the thirteenth season of the FFX fxx original comedy series it's always sunny in philadelphia mac charlie d and frank return to their uh i don't know what word that is scheming ways at patty's pub no yeah scheming ways at patty's pub while dennis takes on the new role of being a father in north dakota so Mm. dennis is not in the season which is a total huge bummer but they say even without dennis the gang has its hands full as charlie hopes to have a child with the waitress mac sets out to understand his newfound sexuality D takes fe- feminism to new heights, and Frank goes to great lengths for the gang to experience the greatest moment in Philly history, an Eagles Super Bowl victory. Can I um, say that my, my sad thought about this? What? This is s- striking eerily similar to uh, that one season of Entourage where it's all of a sudden like, Turtle's now getting his MBA, and E <laughs> has started his own business. All of a sudden it's a totally- and Entourage has a hit show, or uh, Drawing Drama has a hit show, and Vince is the one who's in the toilet, and it's like, you're changing too much too quick. That's not what we signed up for. Yeah, that's, so that's my thing here. Charlie's got the waitress. Uh, Mac is officially gay. Uh, what's D's thing? Feminism. That'll actually be fine. Uh, D and Frank are fine. They're still gold. The other two the other two characters, it's like, you're changing their character path. Totally agree. Uh, we just want them in the bar doing antics. That's all I want yeah. is them doing a different shenanigan, having a different plan every time. So total bummer, Dennis, is it going to be there? I have a feeling he'll end up being like the last episode or two. I was yeah, going to say, the fact that they res- referenced him in the synopsis and just kept him in the universe and in the conversation, I feel like he, he could threaten a cameo here Same. or there. Yeah. I was really bummed that they had him leave because he was a father or whatever. I thought, have him leave and have it be some ridiculous He's going to jail. reason. Yeah, jail or something. The whole father thing, it's like, well, now do we have to worry about that kid and that we're going to have to explain yeah. that at some point? What the fuck? But uh, this reminded me a lot of... Obviously, super different shows, but you know in The Office, once Jim and Pam got married? Yeah. It's like, well, now they're like a boring married couple. Is that the comedy? Yeah, yeah. So now it's like Charlie and the waitress. I there hope goes that, that doesn't story. last. Yeah. But the whole show has been about. Even even more so than that, because I felt like It's Always Sunny did that a couple years ago, where eventually yeah. just the characters became such exaggerated versions of themselves. Like if you go back and watch the other yeah. seasons. But that in and of itself was also a great show. As long as you understood yeah. the jokes and got the inside references, it was great. Totally. This is kind of getting now to final season of The Office where the fucking camera guy is a character yeah. and her and Pam talk on the side and it's causing problems with Pam and Jim. It's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. So camera th- guy's not in the show. I think you're right that, so one, I'm super worried that that's going to happen again because it feels like that's the state of the show. Yeah. But this, Sonny has great side characters and I think they'll be way more prevalent this season. Yeah. I don't know if that'll be a good thing or a bad thing, but I think we're going to get a lot of the McPoyles and a lot of just like Artemis and the random side characters, Cricket, that are super funny. Hopefully, they're a bigger part of the show. Uncle Jack. Uncle Jack. Uncle Jack should just be replaced on Yeah. He yeah. totally should. But, uh, yeah, there we go. Some sunny news. Which, by the way, Jack, not a terrible idea. No. Not no. necessarily Uncle Jack, but any of those guys, as Dennis, the show can go on. You're yeah. right. It'll be really interesting. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Let's have, a, like, a, a closer by committee. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. Couple other, a couple other few things coming out. We got Zombieland 2. Mm-hmm. I know. Finally, no rejoice! One, no one was asking for that one. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I liked the original Zombieland. Yeah, I rewatched it recently. Not as good. Yeah, really? unfortunately. And I guess Bill Murray's technically dead, so he can't come back yeah, in Zombieland too. He won't be in it. But they got the whole same cast returning: Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone, Abigail Breslin. I got a smoking hot take. I'm kind of over Jesse Eisenberg. I've been there for for some time. He is. I'm a, I'm since sort of na- like a, now now you see me. I've I'm been a normal out. guy, but I'm just like you know. Things don't really I, work got, out. I got a take. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm close. He's kind of like the the drama version of Michael Sarah in his career. Yes. Where it's like you were so good at that one role. Yeah. And then you still kind of look that old, and you're trying to play like a he's 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 the he's like a cool magician in that magician movie. Now you see. Yeah. Him. Yeah. And it's always it's like no, you're not. What was the other one? Go 30, 30 minutes or less with Aziz yeah. Ansari. That one. It was like he's what? like a you're pothead. Cool pot. It's like that's yeah. not your thing. Go start Facebook. Go, yeah. yeah. Keep and backstab. Keep Andrew doing Garfield. Facebook. Do it again. Come on. Like, even him, I was pumped when he was uh, Lex Luthor, and then he was terrible. 
terrible. Yeah. He was awful. It's like, what the fuck? He, he played was, he, he played a guy that was like, what are you, about to found Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh, the rest of the cast, they're all great. Emma Stone <laughs> should be in more. She's not in enough. I love Emma Stone. Did you see Battle of the Sexes? I did not. So I guess that's my fault. It's kind of a waste of time. <laughs> there we go. Maybe she should be in less. Maybe she should be in less. But uh, yeah, so that'll be fun. That'll be another good movie. And then uh, we got a little bit of a callback before we head into our skyscraper oh, yeah. movie review. A couple weeks ago, and by that, I mean it could have been a couple months ago. could have been a year ago. I don't remember. But uh, Little Italy movie. Yes. Uh, we talked about it on the podcast. It stars Hayden Christensen and Emma Roberts. And we talked about it because the poster for it was the funniest poster of all time. Yeah, Hayden Christensen <laughs> looking really, really just miserable. It looks like they, they, they got Hayden Christensen just came back yeah, from Mardi Gras. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Let's see, just yes. came back from like spring break Mardi Gras. And they were like, "Uh, you look like shit. We'll throw you out there. Let's dye your hair black. Maybe yeah. no one will notice. Yeah. And <laughs> so that's, pitch black. <laughs> that's the photo. It looks like a very sad Hayden Christensen. And Emma Roberts is Emma Roberts. I don't know Wait, why she's not in more. Hayden Christensen? The, yeah. guy, the guy from Shattered Glass? No. You mean the guy from Jumper? No. The, I'm talking about the, the, the kid who played uh, Darth Vader in the prequels. You, no, you no, can't no. be talking about the same guy. Hayden Christensen? That guy? Not well, the kid from Takers. There's he, the movie. Oh, my shit. I, I would have not named him. I knew <laughs> Takers. I was trying to think. There's one more. I was waiting. I was giving you guys the rope to do it and God. i was like here comes the bomb but uh Tankers. it's it looks just like the funniest movie ever the trailer came out though that's why we're talking about it please go watch the trailer it looks hilarious best line from the trailer so it's called little italy uh god <laughs> this is the line from the movie there's a reason they call it little italy <laughs> yeah, because it. nothing ever changes here <laughs> the fuck does that mean what, what does that mean fuck does that what the fuck does that mean kobe bryant <laughs> i heard that lead in my mind i was like what are you talking about this movie is absolute JV, big fat Greek wedding. Yes. So yes. the trailer, or so the plot of it looks like Hayden Christensen's family owns one pizza place. Emma Roberts' family owns another pizza place. What? Rival pizza places? <laughs> Rival pizza places. In New York? Who has the best pizza? New York. We're all falling in love. <laughs> looks like there's a pizza competition. I think we're still end. breaking plates. It's all good. It looks like a lot of fun. Can you guys give me a guess? I get, I'm giving you Emma Roberts is 27. How old is Hayden? How old is Hayden Christensen? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. He, young thirty. I'm gonna say thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. You highballed me, and I thought I was gonna be above you. I was gonna say thirty-six. Thirty-seven. <laughs> wow, dude. Give me, give me some skim. Like Thank you. <laughs> Mike there. Nice job. And that is the end of coming soon. We are on to our movie review of the week. We See. saw Skyscraper. Yes. Die Hard on steroids. Towering Inferno on steroids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We saw it. We thought we had a lot of thoughts on it. Uh, spoiler: It kicked ass. It kicks ass. I think I don't even know if that's a spoiler. No, I think you get that from, <laughs> from the, the jump you see in the trailer. Meet, not meet, exceed your expectations. Around the horn. What do we think? It exceeded my expectations because I was ready for this to be. I was really not looking forward to going to see this movie. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, really liked it. It's one of the first times in a long time that I've actually had to multiple times hang hung over Mikey Duffy. Right now, I had to multiple times grab him because I was so nervous. The suspense is fucking believable. Just, just to go right off that point, my yeah. man is talking about. I went in there fully expecting to like the movie, but in a way where I was like kind of laughing at it, like yeah. in the way that I have the last couple Fast and Furious movies. Yes. No, it fucking yes, yes, a lot of that. But to Jack's point, it mm. is very real suspense. I had sweaty palms and was concerned about The Rock and his family that entire movie. Yeah. So <laughs> the stakes were the high. The stakes were high. Literally. I don't think they've ever been higher. 240 floors. Or <laughs> what was your line? Above <laughs> a flaming yeah. hot inferno. Actually, I have the stats on the uh, the building, how big it is. So it's called The Pearl. I mm -hmm. did not know that. <laughs> I, that slipped I thought, me. yeah, that was confusing. <laughs> yeah, the, that the, the crown jewel of The Pearl is The Pearl. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Very confusing. What's what? It's 3,500 feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> 3,500 feet tall in a reference that is a 783, 783 feet taller than the uh, Burj Khalifa, Khalifa in Dubai. So way bigger. It is twice the size of the Empire State Building. A little shit. <laughs> <laughs> 250 stories. It's fucking gigantic. So here's what I thought. I enjoyed the fuck out of it. I yeah. thought this was <laughs> an absolute roller coaster that I was happy I, pa I paid to get on. Yeah. However, how you described it first new is how I saw it. I thought this was very, it was a better Fast 6, Fast 7, where okay. it is shit ton of action, so I'm loving it. But I, am, I was laughing throughout the movie. I, uh, my next question is going to be pick one plot hole. 
bad because there are so many. Pick your favorite plot hole. I don't care about plot holes with these kind of movies. Who, If you're there to huh, and scoff at it, yeah. don't come. We don't yeah. want you there. We don't want you in Skyscraper if yes. you're trying to no. see The Godfather 2. So here's, here's, my, here's my big thing. Leave! The views of like the height stuff. So this is, is your plot hole. It's worth no, not even the plot hole. Oh. Just this is why why I loved it and what I wanted more from it. It exceeded my expectations in that you really feel like you're in the biggest building ever. You yeah. are up there. You the height stuff. There are there are so many scenes of people jumping and people hanging. It is terrifying and so nerve wracking. However, besides that. I wanted a little more gunfire, a little less actual fire. I and I'm the complete opposite. I was going to really? say, Jack, help him. I've seen got, uh, gunfire a million times. Yeah, and so I we don't always see people hanging from you know the biggest building ever. No, no. no. So I, I like wanted hanging. Anakin I, and Obi Wan showed down. No, it, yeah. not have we seen that kind of hellhole. No, with but the I'm, not, I'm not saying that I wanted less hanging. I'm saying I love the amount of hanging and jumping. Mm-hmm. I wanted a lot of it in my mind was they're running away from this fire. The fire's going up the building. Yeah. That's the thing. I wanted more bombs and guns. That yeah. was my only my only note for the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. I don't know if you guys, what do you guys think about that? I think fair critique, having said that, didn't upset me that much. No, 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 no. But yeah. that, that, if I had one. I think you described the movie perfectly, by the way, when you said uh, it's a roller coaster you wanted to be on. This movie was literally like a roller coaster. Like, I'm talking, you literally get on a roller coaster at Six Flags. <laughs> yeah. Where you get on the roller coaster, and it is fun and crazy the entire way. Yep. Sure. You see the track. You know that even though <laughs> it's called the exactly anaconda, right. yeah. you're not on a giant anaconda. <laughs> but at the end, you're like, "Woo, we survived." That's the best description I knew I, I, I was going to survive, survive, but we survived. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, my next question. Um, actually, right before we get to the plot hole thing, rate it out of ten. How much you enjoyed it versus good movie? Draw the distinction here because the way you phrase this, I think, is perfect. So we might have just kind of already talked about it. No, I think about it though. But enjoy how much you enjoyed it out of ten versus what you would actually rate it as like an action, as movie. like a movie compared to Die Hard, compared mm-hmm. to like the be- the good action. Movies. How much I enjoyed it, an absolute nine. If I'm a film critic that's recommending movies for the if fucking Die Oscars, Hard's a 10, if Die Hard's a ten, where's this rank? In terms of action, still right there at an eight or nine. In terms of story, a four. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Enjoyed it nine, uh, the other one six. I'm I'm with you. I'm yeah. nine. I'm nine six. I'm nine five. I think it was. I think we're gonna nine, look five, back nine, and four. be like. <laughs> I was gonna say there are plot holes in it and stuff, but the movie was like. I mean, there are a ton of plot holes. <laughs> but even on top movies? of the plot holes, you nailed it with the roller coaster thing. You see just the track the whole way. Yeah, Why are movie. you coming in <laughs> yeah. looking to, you know, talk about this over Thanksgiving dinner? Just enjoy the rock. It's a mammoth. So favorite plot holes. We're only picking one. We're going to try not to spoil it, even though, again, we really can't spoil it too much. You know yeah. exactly what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, you, you, you see what's happening 10 steps away. So can I go first? Yeah. My plot hole. My, my one plot hole that I was like, I, what? And I can't realize it towards the end. There is no police presence the entire movie. There's it is none. the rock v the bad guys. There is not one moment of the Chinese police going, we got to stop these bad guys. If anything, it's they got to stop the rock because they had their stories switched. There is, it is the rock it is one man versus a team of uh, experienced high level criminals. Hank, I don't know much about putting out fires and stuff, <laughs> but it shocked me about an hour into this inferno. Yeah happening that we had not seen one attempt from <laughs> no. the police force or the fire department i mean to put out the fire no no one zero hoses nobody no, on there hoses. Were zero hoses even though there were cranes up at that level and everyone's watching the fire the whole movie every 10 minutes we're going to flash to right around the building I, are by the way, these yeah. people and american tourists looking up at but, the building. yet again by the way, i love that the tv shot oh, i did too it was so cool the tv too. shot was sweet yet again though horrible job by the chinese police department yeah clear the goddamn area we have fire and debris raining yeah. from the sky and we have people just hanging out underneath the building as you guys are just fucking twiddling your thumbs is that your plot hole uh, no, my plot hole, uh, God, I worry it is going to take away from the movie a little bit. I'm going to try no, it anyway. The wife at some yes. point ends up being a big part of the police force and strategy. She calls a lot of yeah. shots. Uh, at one point they go to a shipping yard. Uh, she says they should bring her and they do. And for <laughs> what and reason? I have no idea. All of a sudden, like, anything she says, they're like, okay. And it's like, why? I don't know what the son was doing the whole back half. I have no idea. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> so there was a point. My plot hole is so there was a point where The Rock, he's considered the bad guy for like ten minutes, and then <laughs> for no reason. and then he escapes from the cops and he goes to this crane, and that that goes yeah. all the way up to the ninety eighth floor, and he starts climbing the crane, 
and <laughs> cut to about five minutes of screen time later, and he's climbed all 98 floors. The crane that we know from the trailer. And we see jump. it. Even you, the crane is so high that even if it was horizontal, I'd be shocked if he could run it yeah. in that time. <laughs> and he climbed up it like a freaking monkey. It was insane. Like, like, like somebody who, like an orangutan. Like he climbed for a living. I go faster than orangutan speed. Faster than orangutan yeah. speed. Also, he had, uh, he was missing a leg from maybe the most intense first scene a movie like this has ever had. Yeah, well, we um, Henry and I now have seen Sicario on this back to back. You talk about movies that open hard. Yeah, those yeah, two the, movies. Holy shit! When you walk shit. into this movie, walk in a skyscraper with your seatbelt fastened for sure. But yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I would totally recommend seeing this movie. Yeah. Uh, last little thing, I uh, just because I said it last week. Last week I was like, I think it's going to come down to the bad guys. I don't think I could have been more wrong. Yeah. The bad guys were basically irrelevant. But what did you guys think of the villains, the bad guys, those dudes? I liked their voices. I thought they were funny. I agree. I yeah. thought the main guy was, I bet that's what villains sound and look like. I don't know why you would ever make a villain not Dutch. Yes, you're you so right. I, mean? I want to be Central European something. It's not, it's, it's therefore, it's nothing. I understand the dude. Yeah. And I understand that he's been everywhere. And he had this look. I can't even describe him. You know, he kind of looked like Andy Serkis, who's the bad guy in Black Panther. Yeah, and I yeah. buy him as that. There's that, something. That it's like he doesn't have scars on his face, but he kind of does. That's what it is. So it's like, are you yeah. from like a war torn country? What's your deal? Did he have scars on his face? I, I don't, don't I don't really remember. He, he had was, too much facial hair. He, looks <laughs> like he grew up in a country where like they almost exclusively eat and drink sheep's milk. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like, this is my body. There's a lot of wind. Yes. There's <laughs> a lot of wind. Henry, there's a lot of wind. Where he His. grew up. And what happens is because of the wind, it's yeah. a natural cool and yep. you don't pay attention to the sun. No. Skin cancer is a real problem. It's Melanoma. It's a an killer. Issue. There was our skyscraper review, though. We dug it. Go see it. I'd say if you're going to see it, go see it in theaters for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 Dude, it is living. worth and the do price it, of the Do edition. yourself a favor. See it in the Dolby. Dude, we saw it at seven because yeah. uh, of time things. If we had gone at eight, that was in the Dolby, what I would have given to see it in the fucking epic. Dolby yeah. sleep. It would have been, been so loud. <laughs> so loud. On to the uh, – oh, also, goddamn, I'm sorry. Before you go see it, just really pay attention to every scene with his fake leg. Uh, it comes in handy, and it gets him in and out of jams <laughs> about 10 or 12 times. It makes you think that everybody should have a it fake makes leg. You really, yeah, it really does. It really does. But uh, on to – it is draft time. Today Ooh. is a draft. We got Mamma Mia coming out next week. Mamma Mia with the best sequel title ever. Here we go again. Too easy, baby. Rock me like a fucking hurricane. So we're doing a musician's – Draft movie, TV musicians for a concert for yes your ideal. You're making a band. You're trying to win American we're, Idol. We're, br we're bringing back Band Aid essentially. Yeah. We're we're raising money for to rebuild the tower in uh, skyscraper. Yes, that's where that's where we are. The so pearl. The, so the draft. We have never had a closer vote. Too close to call. Wow. Some would say uh, one, four, and nine. Seem like those were the numbers. That was Tooth Fairy. Wow. Uh, Tooth Fairy. I believe Moana. Moana. Yeah. Moana. And, and, Fuck you. And, uh, <laughs> and, Fuck Moana. and Jumanji. Those, yeah. those were the four. I, I, I would like to think. Jumanji. I, I would like to think that I won, but I think you guys would also all like to think that you guys won. Something I like. Uh, what should we do with the draft? Should we flip it? I'll go third. You go first. New, you're still at second. Or I'll be the rover. I'm fine with that. Let's do that. Yeah. So we are drafting musicians. We have – it's kind of tougher, easier, and harder at the same time. Yes. Thinking of these. And I'm sure we're going to leave a couple out that people are like, why don't you pick this guy? And it's going to be like, fuck, we should pick that guy. But we're going to try our best. Mm -hmm. Also, I think we're going to – don't worry. I guess don't worry about instruments too much. Like no, no, no. They're putting on a show. They're you want performers. Okay. Then yeah. there it is. Speaking of performers, I'm going to pick my boy then. I'm going to go with – Handsomest man, 2017, Zac Efron, aka his 14 year old alter ego, Troy Bolton. Wow, High School Musical one, two, and three. That's a well heavy. That, that's a heavy first pick. Yeah. It's not my first pick. That but, wasn't yours. But, but that's uh, you got a performer. You got an artist. If could you think of a more ideal NBA All Star Weekend performer than Troy Bolton? Mm -hmm. Name me one. Gabriella. There's, I don't know. Very, Maybe. There's Maybe. very few pop singers who have mostly basketball themed music and have exactly that and, the themed music in his you know, set. Henry, yeah. actually, I just thought of one, Give and it's going to be my pick right here, uh, Miss Hannah Montana herself. Wow, wow that would have been welcome my, to the squad. Hannah Montana to new. Unfor nice unfortunately, pick. I'm gonna have to go. Best of both worlds, baby. With uh, Mr. Call Me Mr. S. That's right, Dewey Finn. Wow. From School of Rock, this guy lead sings. He also from guitar. Magadeth. He's also from Magadeth. <laughs> Fuck, I'm sorry. He plays the cross guitar. He, Blood sucking. He, he 
pretty much is the definition of a leader yeah. when you're really looking at it. So he's going to be my first pick. My second pick is going to be none other than Robbie Hart, the wedding singer. This is nice. a guy who doesn't ha- play originals. He plays only covers. And, and he, he does them very well. He, just, he does it so well, he has a high price. He's, yeah. got a, he's no easy ticket. This Adam ain't Sandler. no bar mitzvah, motherfucker. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Good pick. Very yeah. underrated movie. Uh, by the way, kind of a, he's got some interesting songwriting talent. That last song he plays in the airplane. Uh, I tell you uh, what. No. Somebody kill me, please. <laughs> that was, that was actually I've had my knees. Yeah, so good. Pass me the remote control. Yep, That's there it is. That was the one about. I was referencing. The man is losing his mind. Uh, all right, I'm Neil, your all pick. the benefits. Uh, you know who you got to come back with then? Um, I got Hannah Montana up first. Now we need a little edge to the band. Give me Aldous Snow. Fuck. <laughs> you wanted him, didn't I you? I did. I wanted Aldous <laughs> so he bad. Is the edge. Get me, him, Miley, all to the Greek. Yeah. We will do it. God, Hannah and Aldous Snow together. Bit of a yang, bit of a yang, but that's all right. Different genres, but maybe you meet in the middle. <laughs> I am going to go with the one. Uh, I got two picks right here, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the one drummer that we got, or at least in my mind, the, the obvious drummer, Mr. Mattel. From Whiplash. Yeah. I forget his character name. I like that. Very angry, but very dedicated. Mm-hmm. So guy. dedicated. He, I You're looked, going the young boy toys. Yeah. yeah. Well, who? if you want to find out who the next Charlie Parker is, because <laughs> I learned who that was when I saw the movie. <laughs> that whole movie, they were like, Charlie Parker. I was like, who the fuck is Charlie Parker? There is yeah. no two words more damaging in the human language than good job. I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> I love it when people say good job. I am also my third pick. I already know it. <laughs> You picked him the first time. You're going to do it again. I'm going to pick August Rush. Yep, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. pick my guy, August Rush. You're a man of routine and predictability. I'm trying to I'm trying to count, like, uh, not pick him. See, I would have picked August Rush's dad. Oh, sexy, what's his name? Sex, that Irish guy? Sexy Irish guy who just got pulled over for a DUI. I saw that. And his mom, who's Girl also the Americans. super hot. Carrie She's Russell great. got Carrie game. Russell. Very nice. Eyes. Sheesh. Eyes. August Rush is so talented. He is a homeless boy running around, and he, 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 he's hitting guitars. It's so good. He's playing pianos. It's so good. He's ended up, two months later, he's leading an orchestra. He's fantastic. August Rush is the best musician of our time. <laughs> he's a songbird of our generation. New, your pick. Swings right back to me. Uh, I'm going to go walk hard with uh, Mr. Dewey Cox around. Dewey Cox. Walk hard. That's a good one. Hard. Movie. Underrated movie. Plus, he's a, he's an instrumentalist that kind of goes through, some would say, generations. Oh, and, definitely. And yet another real rocker. F- from, like, Elvis to, like, almost, I think he almost touches classic hip-hop. I think I, he does. I'm <laughs> going to close it out. And this is, I'm surprised you lasted this long, but I'm actually going to go with Fat Amy from Pitch wow. Perfect. This is someone who. Fuck you. Who, who, who's just a performer. It's so many votes. Also, yeah, I was going to say, I got Dewey Finn, Fat Amy, and Robbie Hart. I don't even think this vote is going to be close. What if you swept it? What if no one voted for anything but your? It was a clean sweep. Okay, people who guys, are listening, and now Mikey is live on the Instagram. So people who are listening and people who are watching the Instagram. Vote Dewey Finn, Robbie Hart, and uh, Fat Amy. I don't know if it's allowed for me to do that. That, I don't that, think that, so. uh, that is well, we, the Fat Amy that you pulled from I don't know out what of the fucking is, sky. But I think I just did it. I think it's the definition. <laughs> I think it's the definition. You but, went off the books for Fat Amy. You absolute son of a bitch. I think it's tampering. That's a really good pick. <laughs> I didn't make the list. It's <laughs> a good pick. It's a very good pick. All right, I like my band now. I yeah. Like by the way, yeah, I was gonna say Aldis Snow, Hannah Montana, and Walk Hard, Dewey Cox. Yours is solid. What's I'm gonna be just fine. I'm pretty weak, but I'm pretty weak. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold my first pick. I'm gonna hold my. I think my my fans, my guys are gonna are gonna vote for me. I got Troy Bolton, Baker Mayfield, Miles Teller from Whiplash, and August Rush. Hey, maybe August bad. Rush is the uh, Thomas Crown of this week's draft. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Crown, who people mistook for James Bond. Hey, I, I bet you August, August Rush gets like literally two votes. One's from me. He's who I would want to see. Yeah, I but I don't know. Um, yeah, I got a couple of burner accounts. I vote for like 10 of my guys each week. <laughs> that is it for the draft, though. We are moving on to the last segment of the pod. We got trailers for next week's movies. First movie coming out next week, Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. Best sequel title ever. Lot to say about the trailer. Just kidding. Not a lot to say. It looks like the exact same thing as the first one. A lot of fun. A lot of dancing. A lot looks of like smiles. A, a lot of Abba. My mom are, they ori- are they original songs or are they? So you got like some of the original ones from the original play and then they have new original songs. That's not like, original then. What do you mean? Original to the movie. New original? So like they have are songs from the original movie. Oh, I was talking have... about like the old movie? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah they still have those songs. Because uh, they they're made new, that They're movie. not the original songs. But they made the new movie with the with Mel Is it Street. not just ABBA in the original? 
It, Abba wrote all the songs. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. not crazy. But I was then like, they have like new songs, and it's mm-hmm. half current day, half flashback. Love it. So there's that. Hopefully My they do grandfather some covers. was Bjorn from Abba. I'm a big Abba guy. Never saw Mamma Mia, though. I have a feeling it will disappoint me. That's why I stay away. Half of me thinks it'll be my favorite movie. Half of me thinks I tried. Uh, I tried putting it on the other day, and you guys just weren't having any of it. You it's, put it on at like ten thirty. We were wrapping, and up. I was skipping to the musical numbers, just doing us all big favors. It's, a lot. it's rare that you get an exclamation point in the title. Very rare. So I'm excited to. You got it, mother, and it was an absolute stinker. Yeah. <laughs> Next movie, Equalizer Two, coming out. Denzel. He doesn't do sequels. J.K. Finally, yes, he does. Finally. Finally, the Equalizer Two comes out. I will tell everybody you what. saw the first one. Hey, I will tell you what. I'm gonna see it now. The fact that they made this second movie, I'm going to go back and with them. The first one must have been pretty good to make in the sequel. Hank, they made Over the Hedge too. <laughs> Did you ever see the original? They made Nut Job too. It was like, honestly, Bruce Willis was like, he was the turtle. It was wonderful. <laughs> he was a fox. So no one it. saw Equalizer here, right? The original? No. Uh, no, I saw the trailer. I think I got it. We're going to watch that this week. We're, we're going to watch it. <laughs> saw the trailer. Basically saw it. I think I knew it. And then last movie is uh, Unfriended, colon. Colon's Stay Hot, Get Hot. Dark web. By the way, I just made this joke about the Equalizer, but legitimately, I saw this trailer. I've seen this movie now. They really? go, they go through the entire movie yeah, unless they they're setting it up for some magical twist down the line. Hey, you show they show you the entire friend group, but one guy die. You ever see Bookie Eli? Denzel knows twists. What are you saying? Yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say Unfriended. You guys. Oh no, I was talking trailer? about Unfriended. When I'm, I'm saying so that. excited. Oh, my bad. My bad. I'm so happy I didn't watch the trailer. That looked sounded horrifying. So this movie, people don't realize this is a sequel, Unfriended, colon, Dark Web. Mm-hmm. I remember was, the original You remember trailer. just Unfriended? Yeah, I remember like, that seems horrifying. So it seems stupid. It's actually terrifying. The whole movie is in a video chat. Because, you know, you and your 10 friends video chat every night for hours. It's, it's what, what you do. Fuck? The, who, who does that? The Stay entire current. movie looks like a thing where it's like people see something happening behind them. Yes. And they're like, what are you talking about? So the first movie, it's yeah, like a spirit. Yeah, I don't like that business. Or you don't know what's going on, but it's like, it's like a spirit. It's like a ghost. It's another whatever mm-hmm. hell people think. This one, it's like dark web people. It's actual people. Mm-hmm. It looks fucking terrifying. Looks off. It looks terrifying. So I'm excited for that too, because the first one was actually bone chillingly awful. That was a movie. It was one of those I threw on at a friend's basement, being like, whatever, we'll watch five minutes. You watch the whole thing, you pee your pants. It's great. I'm going to say the first half of that movie is going to be a lot scarier than the second half. I agree. I you think, I think them scary. playing with the dark web and just like first getting their feet wet with it yeah. and all the shit you might be able to see on the dark web mm-hmm. that looked terrifying i want nothing to do with oh, that i don't want to go near it the I, rest of that movie seemed like <laughs> i saw about 30 minutes of the just dark people web. are climbing in windows they let's, like let's just really quickly they have just this say, like crime syndicate after them i don't know yeah. <laughs> on the count of three so we'll say them all at the same time so we don't like spoil it uh, let's all three say if we could watch any of these three movies next weekend what we would see sure you ready so i'm gonna go three two one and then we say it. i'm not okay. gonna do a go three two one then we say it. three two one mama Equal mia left. What'd you say? Equalizer. Ah. I said Mamma Mia. I thought you were going to say on Friday, I was supposed to be like, I think we're all in oh, different damn. zones. <laughs> yeah, I would see Mamma Mia in a heartbeat. Also, in our original you sketch, too, look that at was you. a line at the end. Mamma Mia. So that's why <laughs> oh, I quoted yeah. it. Yeah. Over Accepting Father. Pulpit Comedy. Check it out. You guys wow. would not watch the first one from the comfort of your couch, but okay. We're going to watch it this week. But <laughs> that is the podcast. That about does it. We have another musical guest here. We are super pumped about this one. Very lucky to have them. Jack, you want to intro? Actually, it's just a him, but he does have his band here. That's why it's confusing. Exactly. We have just a massive crowd. This has to be our biggest yet. Probably. We're, we're going to actually have to start selling the tickets because we could be making money from it. Uh, you might know him from the song Babylon, but he's here to sing this year's love. Everybody, David Gray. David, Woo! come on. This one, uh, for the romantic, the romantic, the, the believers. The keepers of the faith, this is this year's love. This year's love had been a last, heaven knows it's high time. I've been waiting on my own too long When you hold me like you do It feels so right I now start to forget How my heart gets torn When it hurts gets thrown Feeling like you can go on 
Thank you very much. 